0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 11 of Nightmare Theatre, an open book club for nightmares. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking more about nightmares and dream interpretation in the ancient world. Uh, Last time we looked at specifically the cradle of civilization. This time we're going to branch out sort of into more parts of the world. Uh, So we'll start with that presentation. After that, we're gonna get into reading some uh, posts from Reddit, the, the Nightmare subreddit. Um, and I don't believe we have any viewer submitted nightmares this week, no. But before we get started with the presentation, I actually had a nightmare of my own uh, two days ago. And I mean, I think I was you know, talking a big game when I started the show about how back in the day, you know three months three months ago two months ago whenever it was that I started the show I was having nightmares like all the time I was going through some stuff at the time and that's kind of why I started the show but I actually haven't had a nightmare in a while until two nights ago so I thought I'd just share that one uh first um so basically it didn't really make a whole lot of sense at the beginning I was in the backyard of my childhood home and I was sort of within this large bush Um, And it was my room somehow That didn't really make any sense, but then the dream sort of changed scenes and uh, Then I was in my mom's room, but no one else was in the house and uh, I entered sort of a Facebook messenger video call with my family and In that group chat, there's four people and a fifth person answered, and I was like, hmm, who's this fifth person? And it was a second angle of me through a night vision camera from somewhere else in the room. So I just started freaking out, and uh, I had a flashlight with me. And I sh- uh, shined it like around the room trying to look for like the source of this uh, person you know, filming. And it was this very tall man wearing one of those plague doctor bird masks Uh, very disturbing um but i can't remember what happened i just woke up in kind of a cold sweat and i was panicked somewhat um i actually i meant to interpret this like beforehand but uh uh, i don't know i feel like maybe it could be because it's a you know a sense of not wanting to be watched you know maybe it's a bit of insecurity potentially about uh the growth of the channel, although I very much want that to happen. But you know, something like that, something along those lines. It's difficult to interpret your own dreams objectively because your own biases might creep in. Uh, But before I start the presentation... Yeah, absolutely, submit your nightmares. Second, you have a weird camera angle. What? Anyway, uh, let's get on with the presentation. So, Nightmares in the Ancient World, Part 2. Here's my screen. Oh, I forgot to do something. There we go. Alright, so as I mentioned, last time I mostly focused on sort of Ancient Egypt, Mesopotamia, Cradle of Civilization. This time we're going to spread out a bit. Sorry. But, um, I didn't include anything about Mayans or Aztecs in this presentation, just because I did read a paper on them. And it seemed kind of dry, so I didn't want to include it, uh, but the gist of it for the Aztecs was that they believed dreams had a predictive power. Uh, And in the case of the Mayans, there's a lot of talk in the paper about this term that they had called the way. Uh, But it's unclear whether or not it was accessed through the dream, whether it was dreaming itself, or whether it was part of their real life that their dream guided them towards. So basically anthropologists are not decided on that. So I omitted Mayans and Aztecs from this presentation as well. But beginning with ancient China, so... There are many accounts of historical figures in dreams, uh, especially in ancient China, and in ancient times there was a man named uh, Xuanzao, not great at pronouncing these things, Uh, but one day he dreamt of himself becoming a butterfly and he's of course pictured here really enjoying that dream, really getting into it if you you know look at that facial expression, Um, but when he woke up he posed a philosophical question uh, was he dreaming of himself becoming a butterfly or was a butterfly dreaming of itself becoming him? Um, yeah, and then another uh, uh, Historical dream from ancient China. So a poor unhappy scholar who fell asleep while waiting for his lunch dreamt that he became a high official and enjoyed a life of wealth and comfort only to wake up to find that the pot of millet which I guess was his lunch, was still cooking for him on the fire. A lot of these dreams I notice, like, I fail to really see the significance in them, and yet, like, they're, they've, you know, been held on to for thousands of years in some cases. Uh, Another one, Jiang Yan, an official uh, from the southern dynasty, so this is 479 to uh, 534 um, AD, ce uh, one night when he fell asleep he dreamt a god gave him a colorful writing brush and from then on his literary talents were inspired and he became the most successful writer of that time this is in real life and when uh, jian Yan was old the god appeared once again in his dream and told jian to give the writing brush back to him and when he did so Uh, Jiang's brilliant creative power soon faded away, but it's almost spoken of as though it's a physical brush, but obviously that couldn't be true, Um, but it's kind of interesting, maybe it's a spirit brush within his dream or something. Uh, And then the Duke of Zhao. this is a very important figure for uh, Chinese dream interpretation. He was credited with making uh, the Western Zhao dynasty nearly perfect and was thought of as a sage. so much so that the uh, famous Chinese philosopher Confucius, um, he, he, Zhao appeared in Confucius's dreams, and from then on, whenever anyone had a dream, people would say that they dreamt the Duke of Zhao, which is what Confucius did. Um, but there's a, a book, The Book Duke of Zhao is, is what it's called, and it's an anonymous author wrote it, uh, but um it was used as a reference for the ancient chinese to interpret their dreams and as the years went on the interpretations in this book were actually considered less super- considered to be less superstitious than they were at the time so they actually became thought of as more of a science over time whereas generally we tend to think of ancient knowledge uh At the time, you know, in the Western world, the ancient knowledge seems to be more ridiculous from our modern perspective, but it's sort of the opposite in this case. Um, And the reason it was perceived to be more scientific later on is because they figured that dreams are reflections of facts or repetitions of things that happened while awake, uh, and also that uh, dreams reflect the health condition of the human body. So, the example they give is when yin and yang were unbalanced, dreams could occur. So, when uh, good and evil, I guess, within oneself are unbalanced, uh, dreams occur. Uh, like every other ancient culture, the ancient Chinese believed dreams to be good uh, or bad omens. Um, and a dream about a tiger or a snake was seen as auspicious or a good omen. Uh, But when the snake was coiled it could mean that members of the dreamers family may experience unrest Um, Dreams about being blind meant that you couldn't trust anyone Even friends or relatives if someone dreamt that he or she was roasted by a big fire and it was too hot to bear It could mean that the body's inner heat was too strong and as a result he or she may easily get angry or nervous If someone experiences anger in dreams, it could signify that his or her liver fire is flaming which may signal liver disease. When someone dreamt about uh, frightening things or felt terrified and distressed or even cried out in a dream, it implies that he or she has lung dryness and this may lead to a lung disease. It's kind of interesting. That's a bit similar to some of the ones we've read previously about, uh, you know, silent screaming. I wonder how they would interpret a silent screaming dream. Ancient Japan. uh, Pretty interesting. So not too much that I could find, but I did enjoy reading about the Baku, which is a creature, a supernatural creature. Uh, that are said to devour nightmares. And they're often uh, said to have been created by the spare pieces that were left over when the gods finished creating all other animals. Uh, So this image on the left, this is a depiction of a baku illustrated by uh, Hokusai, who is a Japanese artist who lived in the 1700s and 1800s, like 1750 to 1850. And notice that it has a trunk And uh, then on the right, I included a a depiction of the Baku in the anime Naruto, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, So, I don't know, if you've seen it, you may recall Donzo summons it in his fight against Sasuke. Um, But interesting that the depiction of it, you know, with the the tiger paws, very similar to this, you know, 1700s, 1800s depiction, elephant trunk, eyes of an ox, I mean, who really knows what that would be? And then, oh no, tail of an ox, eyes of a... Rhino, I think that was it. But yeah, interesting to just to see like a more modern depiction next to the hundreds of years old depiction Um, And legend had it that a person who wakes up from a bad dream can call out a baku, to a baku, sorry And so like a child that has a nightmare in Japan will wake up and repeat three times Baku-san come eat my dream. Baku-san come eat my dream. dream. Baku-san come eat my dream and then legends say that the baku will come into the child's room and devour the bad dream, uh, allowing the child to go back to sleep peacefully. However, calling the baku must be done sparingly, because if he remains hungry after eating one's nightmare, he may also devour their hopes and desires as well, leaving them to live an empty life. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so that would you know you don't want to live an empty life so you better make sure that you've got plenty of nightmares for it to devour when it shows up. Uh, The baku can also be summoned for protection from bad dreams prior to falling asleep at night and in the 1910s it was common for Japanese children to keep a baku talisman at their bedside. Uh, So Native American cultures. um, in like most other uh, ancient cultures the dream was thought of as being a sacred place uh, where the person connected with a more universal consciousness Uh, each tribe had its own way of accessing this plane but there are some core beliefs about dreams between them one of them is that human beings have multiple souls uh, an ego soul that is embodied in the breath of the individual uh, I believe some tribes believe there's only two souls, however. But uh, the body-soul, which gives energy and life force to the body during waking hours. I think that's agreed on by all. And then the free-soul, which can leave the body and travel to other realms, which is also agreed on uh, by all. And this is the soul, the free-soul, which is conscious in dream. Uh, Another thing that's common between them is that dreams are real, as real as the physical world. So your soul travels all over the world when you dream. Third of all, souls can communicate and astral travel, also known as astral projection, where your soul goes on its own and experiences things in other parts of the world or on the astral plane. And this can also be done while awake, is is thought that this could be done while awake. Uh, four is that life itself is a dream. Five, is that what happens in the dream world has consequences and according to the Huron tribe it is necessary to learn from your free soul as it explores in dreams in order to become whole for your your soul to be whole um, six are uh, spirit guides and we can connect to them through our dreams so many people on their spiritual journey do a lot of soul work during their sleep and it is during sleep that their soul travels to meet spirit guides and seeks soul lessons and guidance. Most of the insights and learning come in the form of lucid dreaming and therefore the uh, nat- in Native American culture, dream work is highly revered. People are encouraged to remember their dreams and seek help from shamans to interpret the meaning of their dreams as they progress on their spiritual journey. And number seven, Dreams are necessary to heal from soul loss. Um, and our soul, the idea here is that our soul can leave the body during times of stress or trauma. And this process is referred to as soul loss. Uh, according to the Native American tribe uh, Shoshone, Shoshone, I'm not sure how that's pronounced, uh, soul loss is a common cause of illness and soul retrieval is a powerful shamanic healing technique. So shamans will also uh, engage in dream work with people to understand where the lost soul can be found. Alternatively, a shaman or a medicine person would go into a trance state in search of the lost soul, perhaps astrally projecting themselves. The lost soul would then be restored to the body and the person gets healed, having their lost vitality and exuberance returned. So, definitely something that you would want to get on top of. And then, finally, Australian Aboriginal cultures. So, perhaps the most intense beliefs about the world and dreaming. So, in Australian Aboriginal mythology, the ancestral spirits, ancestral spirits, dreamed the world, including their own forms, into existence. So, everything is a dream. And it was created by people dreaming, uh, the ancestral spirits specifically. And the aboriginal name for this period of creation is the dreaming, which I think is a very cool sounding term. Uh, While many western cultures talk about the birth of the world as something that happened in the past, in these indigenous Australian cultures the dreaming exists as a continuing reality another plane of existence that some people could visit in their night dreams which is a term used by anthropologists to differentiate between sleeping dreams and the dreaming Uh, in these special dreams they could meet with or talk to the ancestral spirits or witness creation as it happened as it's unfolded Um, dreaming was a way of connecting with the ancestral spirits of the land of learning about the world and of keeping the dream time or the dreaming alive so visiting the dreaming is a way of continuing its existence which is interesting uh sorry and then uh, i was just having a thought but i didn't i couldn't finish it so maybe i'll come back to that another another time uh the image here that you see is stencil art uh which is at Card- Carnarvon Gorge, uh, which uh, may be memorials or signs from or appeals to totemic ancestors or records of dreaming stories from the Australian Aborigines. And that is that. Bit of a shorter one. Oh, lots of comments here. Do I love you because you're beautiful? Or are you beautiful because I love you? Song lyric recalled Due to the Butterfly Dream. Yeah, okay. Yeah. May I didn't even like fully understand that one, but maybe that helps me make some sense of it. Um Maybe my next pet will not be called Baku after all. Or were you planning that? What animal was it gonna be? Um, well, at first when I heard that it would eat bad dreams, yes, but it changed when I heard that it would not be satiated if it could not eat my hopes as well. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. That sounds like a good plan, Australian Aboriginal mythology. Life is but a dream. Merrily, merrily. Alright. Yeah, there was something to that, though, that I wanted to say. But then I, I like lost my thought. Like, like things that if you believe in them, they exist. But if you stop believing in them, they don't. And that kind of is how what I was reminded of in seeing that depiction of the dreaming, as you need to visit it in your own dreams in order to keep it alive. That was all. Uh, I can't think of an example of what one of those things would be, but that's fine. Let's read some nightmares from Reddit. This is a post by a user named Peyton of SB. The post is titled, Having to Shoot a Mentally Unstable Home Intruder. The post reads, My nightmare started off with my father-in-law coming into the house saying he had to chase some weird guy off the property and I told him to show me through the window and when I looked he was nowhere to be seen. I am a concealed carrier so I slipped my holster on and urged my father-in-law to follow me outside. We turned the corner and saw the mentally ill guy slip into our back screen door to our porch I sprint to the door, and he's already slipped inside. My younger brother was in the house, and I didn't know where the intruder had hid. I start room-clearing the basement, make my way upstairs, and I come up the stairs to see my brother playing his computer. He's a brave one. I signal he needs to come to me as fast as possible. My brother is a little ignorant, so he begins to say, but why? And I'm getting louder at him. The mentally ill man turns out uh, of the bedroom door uh, caddy-corner to my brothers. I scream, Devin, get down. I raised my handgun and shot five times, hitting all shots in the midsection. The man falls to the ground, and I get a closer look at his face, and he has a gummy smile and tweaker eyes, and seriously messed up teeth. He's gasping for air and staring at me. I let off one last shot to put him out. Now I've dealt with high-stress situations before in death, but this one made me wake up uh, confused and a little depressed. Anyone else have this kind of nightmare? Hmm. Well, I mean, there's a few ways of looking at this, so if we bring up our handy-dandy dream chart, so being the aggressor at the very bottom uh, could indicate that you have feelings of guilt or you are afraid of getting caught with something you're hiding. I think in the case of this dream better fits the idea that you have a feeling of guilt towards something or other. Um, perhaps there was some you know mentally ill person that you had dealings with in your real life and you you understand intuitively that um, they can't help be the way that they are but you need to disconnect yourself from them it could be something along those lines it doesn't even have to be a mentally ill person that would be i think probably my like that interpretation to me sounds like it's probably the most correct is there's someone in your life that you feel like you have to cut off or limit your interaction with in some way and you're feeling guilty about that um the fact that it's a stranger, though, does make it a little more convoluted, but it's still interesting. Um, again, there's the Jungian interpretation of that the fact that it's happening in your house and that the house is the psyche. I really don't know if that comes into play here, and if it did, then like the fact that you're laying waste to someone in a room of your psyche... Is like what? What could that even mean? Like that—that that seems to be getting a little much, doesn't it? Maybe there's some part of yourself that you feel like you have to let go of. I don't know. Too complicated, wouldn't you say? But maybe. I mean, keep it in mind. Um, let's check out another one. I put my light a little further to like this side. I think it looks. I think it looks better. With it, because I- Like other than this big nose shadow, right? Like this way, it just kind of looks a little spookier. Anyway, let's read another nightmare. This is a post by a user named J-X-S-S-K-I. The post is titled, Woke Up Dead. The post reads, Okay. So this isn't the most frightening nightmare I've ever had, but it sure has stayed with me since. I live in an apartment building, on the top floor, and my dream started as I was climbing the stairs, going floor to floor, up to my front door. As I'm walking up the stairs, I can hear someone climbing up the stairs behind me. The stairs in my building are loud and creaky, and there are several apartments that I pass on the way to mine which are all accessed by the same staircase. So it isn't really unusual to hear people coming and going at the same time, and it didn't bother me in my dream. As I approach the last set of stairs before my apartment, I reach for the keys in my pocket and fumble with them in my hand to find the right one. I reach the top floor and walk along the hall, making my way towards the door. And that's when I become aware that the person who was walking behind me is now also on the top floor. Now, this is a little odd, because there's only three apartments on the top floor, including mine. One of the apartments belongs to an older couple who can't walk up the stairs and always take the lift, and the other is located right next to the staircase, so there's really no reason for them to walk any further along the hall. I think to myself, the person on the top floor doesn't live here. Regardless of all this, I don't bother to turn around and see who it is. It doesn't seem to phase me. I'm at the end of the hall now, facing my locked door, which has created a dead end. I continue as normal and start fitting my keys into the lock. And that's when it happened. The person I know- sorry. The person is now right behind me. I'm completely oblivious. And before I know it, they grab me by my ponytail yanking my head back violently before smashing it into the door. I black out. The next thing I know I'm coming to. Everything's a bit fuzzy and my vision's blurry. I start to regain consciousness and notice that in my blurred vision there's zip running down the middle. I'm not sure I understand that. That's when I realize I'm actually zipped up in a plastic see-through body bag. I understand it now. I uh, should have read that. But it gets worse. In my body bag, I'm lying down, and my arms feel strapped to my sides. I'm unable to move. What I'm lying on doesn't feel right. It's softer and bulkier than the floor. Uneven and unstable, but still and lifeless. I'm lying on tie I'm lying on top of a pile of dead bodies, all of them also zipped up in the same plastic body bag. Victims. In my dream state, it suddenly clicks. The person following me on the staircase must have been a serial killer. Uh, He had stalked me, knocked me out, and taken me. I had been murdered and woke up dead. It's interesting how sure you are that you're dead. Maybe you survived. I mean, if your dream told you you were dead, then that's what you were, right? Like, dreams, you know, there's no rules. Um, In terms of interpreting this, I mean, the easiest one is that you have maybe watched a lot of uh, crime dramas, (laughs) Uh, you know, maybe you're not too thrilled about the prospect of there being a potential serial killer in the neighborhood um, any of those things. In terms of a deeper, a deeper understanding, um, I mean, you're very oblivious in the dream, and you don't really, you're not, you don't become aware of that until it's too late. Maybe you think that you are maybe clumsy or unobservant, and that that could lead you down a dark path, um, Yeah, I don't, really, I don't think there's any deeper significance in the pile of bodies. I think that this one is probably more of a surface-level interpretation, but, you know, let me know what you think. Um, anything new? Oh, the light is better. Yeah, okay. We'll keep it like this then. Here's another one. This is a post by a user named The post is titled, Form of Sleep Paralysis? The post reads, Hey, looking for some opinions, if possible, please. So I've suffered with some episodes with sleep paralysis over the last ten years, but the most recent one was about three years ago, and I managed to snap myself out of it. Dressing gown with a creepy clown. I don't get the black figures or demons. Usually something in my room morphs, and I'm paralyzed. I also sometimes wake myself up crying or physically shouting, and it's almost like I'm forcing it out of my dream into reality. These are quite rare. Excuse me. Anyways, I now get this thing where I fall asleep, but I start to become really scared about something. Usually an idea that something is wrong, and I fight to wake myself up. I can usually open my eyes and move to sit up, but then I fall back into it. Sometimes I think I've made it out of it, but I'm actually still dreaming, and I can feel dream me wrenching myself out of the bed, only to start to feel it's not real, in an awful I'm stuck way. As it goes on, the fear increases because I'm aware I'm not able to flee, and I'm usually aware I can't wake up at this point. And whatever I think is coming for me, sometimes it's a feeling. Last time it was a neighbor coming through the wall. Firefighters, oh, the Frightener style, sorry. Uh, okay, and this can last five or six episodes before I pass out from exhaustion. Any ideas about what this is or similar experiences, please? Um, I'm, a, I'm a bit unclear whether they are dreaming or awake, uh, it seemed almost like it was unclear to them as well. They think that it's made it out of it, it being the feeling that something is wrong, or it being being a dream. I mean, it is definitely possible to have sleep paralysis as you're falling asleep. Uh, also, the first thing that came to mind was that it was a hypnic jerk which is like a very brief moment of sleep paralysis where you might experience like a sensation of falling right as you're about to hit the sheets. But this seems a lot more prolonged than a hypnic jerk, to be honest. Um, And then the other possibility, if you are dreaming, is that it's a false awakening. So you think, and that would kind of fit with the, um, you think that you're actually still dreaming and you feel like you're wrenching yourself out of it, Only to feel, only to realize that you're actually stuck. You're unable to flee. It could be a lucid nightmare um, where you are having a false awakening, which is where you believe that you're waking up within a dream. Could be that. Um, Yeah, (laughs) That's, that's the best I can do for that. Oh, I forgot to turn off my music. Well, it's on now. This is a post by a user named throwawayaccount2020, I'm sure they're gonna love that I credited them, uh, gave them that credit. Anyway, the post is titled Recurring Nightmares Ruining My Life, and the post reads, I'm not one to talk about stuff like this, but I figured if I got it off my chest maybe it would go away. Since I moved into a new house about 10 months ago, I've been having the same nightmare over and over once or twice a week. I'm on my back porch, it's dark. I have rope lights that barely light my backyard and just gives me enough light to see my back porch and a tree that's about 20-ish feet from the front of it. I have a dog that I currently do not own who's sitting on the porch with me while I have a cigarette. She's just a little puppy. A pit, I think, uh, a pit, I think, and she sits next to me. It's fine for a few minutes. It's just a calm dream where I watch the stars. Then, there's this god-awful scream. Like I'm talking. Cats in the back alley, nails on a chalkboard, fork on a plate-type shit. <laughs> just thinking about it makes me scared. I look over, and next to a big pine tree, This is that's about, uh, 1925 meters to the left of the porch is a guy who i can't see very clearly standing next to it we make eye eye contact and omfg i don't know what's wrong with his face it was like a effed up circus clown with no makeup his eyes looked effing dead and were way too wide his face looked like it was effing glowing but not in an angelic way He starts screaming again, it was his scream, running towards me, going far too fast, and I feel like I can't move to reach the door. Now, sometimes in this nightmare, I make it to the door and lock it, but he just bangs and bangs and I can see his stupid face through the window. I run upstairs and hide in my closet like a three year old, and then I wake up. Or I don't make it in time. I don't ever learn what happens to me in this dream because I always wake up when his wailing becomes too loud for me and it's like right behind me. I can't even go outside with a gun or someone else with me anymore and whenever I look at the tree, I feel like I'm going to throw up or pass out. Any creak in my house has me grabbing my phone or running upstairs and I'm sick of it. Any loud noises make me cover my ears and shut my eyes. It's just ridiculous and I've always had nightmares since I was like seven but none of them had have affected me as much as this one hmm that's a, that's a, that's a dream right there nightmare so it's definitely a, a running away dream even in the cases where you don't make it out um, Oh, here's from my chat. Being chased by a clown in dreams relates to your emotions of trying to get away from certain humiliating parts of yourself. Perhaps you are trying to hide certain actions in the past. Interesting. Um, but generally, uh, like my own chart here would agree with um, this uh, chat post. So or at least part of it, so you'll notice here being chased or attacked indicates you're avoiding some confrontation in real life either with another person or situation whereas my chat uh, member here is suggesting that you're fleeing from some aspect of yourself Um, What does the dog do in the dream? Does he just disappear when the clan shows up? I mean the other the the more fantastical part of me wants to think that this is like a memory that's been a <laughs> that you've been given after like an alien abduction or something, but obviously that's just silliness, but um yeah, I don't know I don't know what it would mean for them to have a face as messed up as they have, other than the clan interpretation here. I don't think I've ever had a dream with a clan in it. Lucky you. Uh, Anything else here? I mean, it could be some aspect of the new property that you live at that you're uncomfortable with, or something that maybe your subconscious has picked up on, because that is a massive, you know, change, like moving to a new house. Uh, and you said, I think, that the dream's been going on for as long as you've lived there over the last 10 months. So it could be some aspect of the the new house that's bothering you that maybe you're not even fully aware of. Um, you know, in new houses, maybe in the basement, there might be some floorboard or something. And you, or the, you know, some, someone left behind some weird mask or something that maybe reminded you of the guy's face. Like, you always find weird stuff in the basement of a new house, don't you? Could be something... Triggering your subconscious there like that Um, Or maybe uh, the backyard that that tree maybe reminds you of something else. I don't know. It's very speculative And it's it's kind of tough to really See too far But interesting possibilities Again, maybe more look into the 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 running away aspect of it and The way that you run away from things in your dreams is the way that you run away from confrontation in real life so if you hide you're more likely to just kind of try to avoid it in real life if you just like sprint for the hills that's you know (laughs) you can fill in the blank Uh, but moving along this is a post by a user named secret city spy the post is titled loop nightmare the post reads Alright, so usually I don't remember a lot of my nightmares or dreams, but when I remember nightmares it's usually when I wake up sweating and hyperventilating. The nightmare I'll talk about is one of those when you wake up, but you're still dreaming. False awakening. It started just like... it started like just a dream, sorry. Every time I woke up, something changed in my room, like the wall's color or the furniture's positions. At some point, I was wondering, when would I actually wake up? And in that moment, it began to be a nightmare. I woke up for the eighth time, I think, and nothing changed this time, but I felt like I was being watched. I woke up again, and this time something changed. My room kinda in the shape of an L at the bottom, of the L being my door, and the top where my bed is. Leaned against the corner where there's my my door, and I saw a white, foggy face staring at me with black holed, black holes for eyes, and it didn't move a muscle. It kept staring at him, I kept staring at him, sorry, and also didn't move, or should I say couldn't. Some minutes. After staring at it, everything became dark and I woke up. This time, the foggy figure was away from the wall with its hand on the coat rack next to the wall. I could, it was massive, it was crouching and it was still being more than half the height of my room. I kept watching, uh, sorry, waking up as it was getting closer and it got to the table in front of my bed, then right next to my bed. And then it was on top of me, staring at me, dead in the eyes. And the room became dark again, and I heard a loud crunch as I jumped out of my bed, sweating bullets. Holy. That's terrifying. <laughs> That's really scary. It sounds like it actually does become of sleep paralysis at the end of it, though. Um... I mean, the start part of it, that is literally like, if you were to look up um, uh, a nightmare that was a, what's it called? False awakening. If you were to look up, like, false awakening in a textbook, that's what the first part of this dream is. Like, straight up. It's like something seems off, and then you just have an uncomfortable, uneasy feeling, and then things go from there, right? But, I mean, maybe you're, like, almost afraid of maybe you like this would be and this you know who knows but like going out on a limb i feel like maybe you have sleep paralysis you're afraid of your hypnagogic hallucinations which is this entity with the white face and the the black hole eyes that's your sleep paralysis demon or whatever the, the thing is that your brain creates for you, that's lovely, um, and maybe you you have the false awakening nightmare so many times in a row because you you don't want to come out of your sleep because you don't want to experience that sleep paralysis and in your nightmare you're also experiencing sleep paralysis So you're having a nightmare where you're experiencing sleep paralysis and then at the very end of it you're experiencing sleep paralysis for real um, so yeah my like, I mean, in both cases, the entity, uh, for lack of a better word, is the same. So I think that you're probably afraid of having the sleep paralysis. And that's why maybe you're kind of forcing yourself back asleep and forcing yourself back into the false awakening. And then eventually you do have to just face it, literally. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would, th- again, this is kind of going at, into speculation land, but maybe if you were to make, and again, I don't even know if you are ev- even ever s- like having sleep paralysis. Maybe you're just afraid of sleep paralysis. I'm kind of afraid of sleep paralysis, and so you're having this false awakening nightmare where you're afraid of having sleep paralysis because subconsciously you do know that you're asleep, and you do know that you know this is a possibility when I wake up. So maybe if you were to embrace the idea that this is not real, you know, when you're, um. Uh, This is not real and I don't really care if I see this thing. I know that it, it can't do anything It's just a figment of my my dreams being projected onto reality Maybe if you were to just embrace that and accept that it's gonna happen like you just wouldn't even have the loop leading up to it And then you know, you would just have to deal with the last stage of it again This is assuming that you're having sleep paralysis or that you're afraid of having sleep paralysis That's the best interpretation I got Uh, did you do a presentation already about why we have nightmares at all? They're so horrible and I wish they never happened. Well, they're very interesting, I think. Um, and no, I haven't done one about that. I did actually receive a similar suggestion, which is essentially the same suggestion earlier today. Um, just about because I, I mentioned kind of in some of the earlier episodes that they're for processing of memory but I didn't really get into like what that means. I don't know the extent to which we as humanity know what that means, processing a memory, but uh, I did have some literature linked to me about that earlier today, so I was considering taking a look into that for future presentation topics potentially. This is a short one, and it is by a user named Camp, Camp Pepperoni, one word. The post is titled Murder Nightmare. I just had a nightmare where I killed someone and hid the body in my trunk, and was trying to figure out a way to get rid of it. I was going to either bury it or feed it to some animals, so I don't know what's wrong with my head. Um, I, pick, I chose to read this short nightmare because it's one for the dream chart, so again, the very bottom there, being the aggressor, you have a feeling of guilt or you're afraid of getting caught about something that you're hiding. Now, in contrast to the earlier nightmare I read where the guy laid waste to that man who was running through his home, (laughs) that seemed to me more to be a dream about guilt. This, on the other hand, seems... More to me about a feeling of guilt about getting caught with something. And I'm not suggesting that you did carry out a murder and that you're going to feed that person's corpse to the dogs. But I am suggesting that perhaps there's something, maybe a lesser offense, that you feel guilty about. And, um, you know, maybe figuring out what that could be, addressing that within your own mind, and maybe forgiving yourself for it or looking into you know, trying to repair whatever damage you feel you caused would help, you know, stop nightmares like that. I don't even know if it's recurring, though, but I just thought it'd be fun to include that uh, nightmare because it is sort of a good contrast to the earlier one. All right. This is a post by a user named Chris M. Wang, or Wong, maybe. Uh, The post is titled, Baby Shaped Meat. The post reads, the dream just starts with me and another three people, who are two guys and one woman. The woman and one of the two men are a couple. I was sitting on the sofa, watching those two guys taking uh, taking the grocery out of the bags across the table, one guy took a piece of vacuum sealed meat with plastic bags it's a huge cut of meat and when he turns it over i was shocked it it showed sorry he showed it to the other guy and it scared him then they showed it to me and i realized that the meat is shaped like a baby that was trapped inside it freaked me out and i asked them to throw it out on, the, on their way out, the woman saw it by accident, and she started having a seizure. When they came back, one of the guys said he took a picture of the, that side of the meat, and the picture is kinda weird. Then I looked at it. The picture was damaged. I could see a little bit of the normal part of the meat on top, but the baby part of the meat was completely black. As I scrolled down, a smiling, creepy baby face appeared and it scared me awake. Hmm. Baby-shaped meat. So as much as I like to pick nightmares to read where I have a good understanding of how to interpret them, I also like to pick nightmares that really challenge my skills in interpretation. And this is one such nightmare. Um... Hmm. Maybe it's too savage to suggest that you're afraid of accidentally ingesting a baby. Um... I don't know if you've been watching the new season of Attack on Titan. Good stuff. Um... But the baby itself is evil. It's like it's trying to be eaten. You know? The meat is black, and the baby in the end is actually the aggressor. Like, obviously in the first half of the Nightmare it sounds like, oh no, this terrible thing befell this baby, and it somehow got trapped inside the meat or whatever, but no, in the end it almost seems like it's trying to get eaten, and it was gonna, like, poison you, maybe? Oh, I see, not murder. Accidentally... dropping your steak knife in the back or some such this one is challenging, I agree Uh, what is this? killing somebody yes, my whole life by accident though, I see it, not murder, manslaughter in my case usually hit and run, and I often submerge the body in water this is talking about the previous dream, I think I mean, that's, that's I don't know do bodies float? I thought bodies floated. Anyway, it sounds like you maybe have a feeling of guilt as well, um, if you're trying to hide it in water. Uh, anyway, back to this nightmare. Yeah, again, the... Uh, yeah, I see that. Um, the woman saw it by accident and she started having a seizure so people are like definitely upset about this baby being in there but the other thing okay so it seems like everybody is concerned for the safety of the baby at the start and then it turns out that the baby is evil and like you are the victim so i wonder if you can take that general format and apply it to something else that makes sense, <laughs> you know. I, I I can't really, I can't really conceive of that, but maybe there's something that you thought you felt sorry for, and then you realized, like, maybe it's a person that you felt sorry for, and then they, like, betrayed you or something. That's a very, very general interpretation, and, uh, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, probably wrong, but there you go. Jeez, uh, the unspeakable topics that come up here. That's what we're all about here at Nightmare Theatre, Open Book Club for Nightmares. We love those unspeakable topics, and we're gonna get into some more right now, hopefully. This is a post by a user named PINGUNO 808 Sorry, if I butchered that. Uh, The post is titled, Jesus Christ, This Was Horrible post reads had a nightmare where i was just sitting at my chair like normal eating when suddenly something black came out of my mouth it had the same texture as tobacco so i felt it uh, so i felt in my mouth around my teeth and i found a grip and pulled on it and then part of my teeth came out with the black stuff inside out and it felt horrible, until I ripped out chunks of my teeth, and the same thing coming out of it. And there was just a pile of chunks of broken teeth and tobacco stuff. I mean... If you chew tobacco... I mean, could be a pretty easy interpretation here. I mean, that stuff is bad for your teeth, right? Maybe I'm wrong, though. No. <laughs> it you know, did until recently got a permanent filling for my teeth uh, the other thing too here though like we can take take a less you know maybe obvious look at it uh, as we like to do this so there are a lot of dreams about losing teeth as you'll see there like fifth or sixth from the bottom so a dream about losing teeth can indicate that you have a general anxious or depressive state which I, I would think any nightmare could but you know according to the literature uh, that's what it can mean Uh, also um, it can be related to self-image issues or you feel unable to express yourself Uh, so again I don't think that these are accurate in this case because you did specifically mention uh, tobacco uh, being chewed as well as the teeth coming out so I do think it's most likely to be related to a fear of the tobacco ruining your teeth as it were Maybe a couple more. This is a post by a user named Call Me Crazy with Three Ys. The post is titled Another Nightmare. The post reads I had a pretty disturbing portion of my nightmare last night, so I decided to share it. There was a pregnant woman with a man on top of her, she was utterly helpless. He wanted to kill her when her baby was on the cusp of being born, so that the woman would think her child was safe, but that's when he'd kill them both. When the baby's head was almost fully out, he stabbed the woman in her lung and raked his knife down her stomach and through the baby. No one was near, no one could help her. I was watching from a third-person perspective and couldn't possibly help her. How's that for an unspeakable topic? <laughs> um, Jeez, wonder what that could be about. Maybe I have no idea. It could be about maybe, like, I'm trying to think of contexts in which somebody, like, loses control of their child shortly after it being born. And I then, like, the most logical thing from that place is that it's a dream about, you know, animal welfare or something. Like, you know, like a poppy mill or something where the mother uh, is just, you know, or er, farming <laughs> something like that like you know where the mother is just being sort of like used to create the puppies and that like she's not actually being cared for effectively and neither is the puppy and like nobody's really caring about the well-being it's yeah yeah it could be like just farming practices in general like i've I've had conversations with people who feel that way about for example you know like cows are being you know Uh, impregnated against their will and whatnot and uh, you know for the production of meat purposes and ultimately they're both being killed could be something like that Uh, I don't know if you're like a vegan or vegetarian or whatever could be something like that Um, if it is about humans then that's you know that definitely is getting dialed up another notch Uh, like maybe you have like a sister or something that has like an abusive like partner who knows I mean that's that's a tough one to interpret as well Teeth falling out can suggest a lack of confidence or vulnerability. It can also represent anxiety about aging or losing someone, uh, crucial to your emotional survival. Oh, here we go. A dead pregnant woman in a dream means the cancellation of any future event. It seems like such a a benign meaning for the extremity of the dream. The uh, The interpretations mention gross interference with the plans of the dreamer. That would certainly be gross interference with your plans. So like if Janet cancels on your Sunday brunch, and then you have a dream like this about it, to try to process the hurt that you feel, Janet must mean a lot to you, you know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. Wait, is there additional stuff? Dreaming of a dead pregnant woman means you are concerned about the future. A fetus represents the future. So maybe killing one's own hopes. Interesting possibilities. Uh do we have time for one more? Maybe a short one. Probably not that one. I'm trying to look for a short one. Ah, you know what, I think that we're pretty much out of time, to be honest. Um, So, I'm gonna think, yeah, because I've been been going over, like, every episode, so let's just try to keep it to an hour this time. Um, But, thank you for joining me on this episode of Nightmare Theatre, Open Book Club for Nightmares. Uh, Next week, I think the topic is gonna be, like, famous nightmares, famous people's nightmares. So... You know, just- and, you know, perhaps the historical significance of those, if they tend to be an older figure. Uh, you want an Encore A? Eh? You want one more? Okay. Fine, fine. Let's see. Okay, here's a short one. Here's a short one. Alright. This is a post by a user named Hellish underscore Serenity. The post is titled, Way Too Many Nightmares. The post reads... I'm so tired. I had nightmare after nightmare last night, all of them different. makes me super exhausted when I wake up and I don't go back to sleep. I'm realizing that this is not about anything. I seem to get month-long periods where every time I go back to sleep it's a nightmare. I'm so sick of it. (laughs) What- what a cough- wow, I'm like turning on bad things. Um... Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry, that was like uh, the most anticlimactic encore of all time. I didn't read it beforehand. Anyway, let's go ahead and put an end to the stream now. Um, I might cut this part out (laughs) in the editor. Uh, anyway, so, subscribe and hit the bell if you're new here. Um, come back next week, 9pm, Eastern Standard Time for episode 12, when we're gonna be talking about famous nightmares, famous people's nightmares. Um, and, um, yeah, send me your nightmares to theforgottengrove at gmail.com if you want me to check them out next week. And until next time, embrace the beautiful dark.